The uh, Center Snippet Series is sponsored by the Saka family in memory of Joseph Saka on his 50th year at We're in the middle of the second paragraph of Shema. We're up to the Pasuk, the sentence, Hishamru lachem pen lahem. The Torah cautions, the Torah warns us. Be careful. Hishamru, be mindful, be conscious, be conscientious. Pen If you're not careful, if you're not paying attention, it's so easy to be distracted it's so easy to be drawn astray. It's so easy to lose focus. And when we do visartem, then we're going to lose direction. We're going to abandon the path. Va'avartem, we're going to serve Elohim acherim, foreign gods. V'shtachavisolam, we're going to bow down. Rashi tells us, why are we worried about this? Where does this come from? Hishamru, this great word of caution. What precipitate? Why did it come? It's the Pasuk before. We just ended up saying, V'nasati Yisab Yisarcha, Hashem says, I will put grass in the field, your animals will have all they need, and you will eat and be satiated. You'll eat and you'll be full. And you know what happens? You know what happens when we're full? When we feel we don't need? When we feel we're independent? When we fail to recognize that we rely and depend on Hashem? When we don't submit and surrender to Him? What happens when we have everything we need, we have everything we want? We start to think that we're in control of our destiny. We think we can take responsibility with pride for what we have. And that's when we're the most vulnerable. You lose focus. Arrogance, the ego, that sense of satisfaction will breed or will create a situation in which we easily can, can uh, be prone to worshiping idols. When we engage with the material and physical world, then the Yetzirah only grows stronger and stronger. Question is, why visartem? Why doesn't the Torah just say, Hishamru lachem, be careful. Pen your heart will turn astray. Your heart will be distracted. Your heart will inflate with arrogance your ego. Va'avaratem Elohim acherim, and you're going to serve other gods. Why is va'avaratem preceded with visartem? Before you go serve, visartem. Could have omitted the word visartem. Visartem seems to be extra. So Rashi says, because the first step to serving others is visartam, is to stray from Torah. Torah is our anchor. Torah grounds us. Torah is the compass. The world is a place that's filled with ferocious Category 5 winds. It's trying to knock us off track. It's trying to knock us off our journey. The world is constantly trying to distract us, corrupt us, compromise us. And we need an anchor. The only thing that will enable us to hold steady and to be able to contend with those ferocious winds that are trying to knock us off track is an anchor. The anchor for us is Torah. Torah is the antidote. Torah is the tavlin to the Sahara. Torah is the response. Torah is what keeps us grounded and what enables us to have a compass to navigate our way through those stormy waters. So what precedes va'avaratem Elohim ha'chirim, what precedes serving other sources of power and gods, is visartem. What led to it is you abandon Torah. Skip a day of learning, turns into two days of no learning, a week of no learning, skip the day of minion, a week of no minion, and so on and so forth. When a person begins to abandon, when a person is no longer on fire with Torah and mitzvos, when a person begins to negotiate with what they do or pick and choose like it's a shmorg, when visartem, when we go astray, then va'avaratem Elohim achirim, even though we didn't intend on it. We didn't intend on it. That observant person, 
The person who is dedicated or devoted to Torah and mitzvahs finds themselves worshipping at the altar of money or fame or power or celebrity or some other false god. How'd they get there? How'd they go from a life of Torah observance to worshipping some other source of power? So Rashi says, Visartem, because you turned away from Torah. You stopped listening to its messages. And when we stop listening, when Visartem, then Vavartem Elohim Achirim. The Rinas Chaim, Rav Chaim Friedlander, in his commentary in the Siddur, says that's what the Gemara in Shabbos and Davkufayamid Beis is telling us. The umnus of the Eight Sahara, the entire methodology of the Eight Sahara is Visartem. It doesn't try to convince you, Vavaratem Elohim Achirim. If the Yitzhahara would come to the Jew in the middle of the Dafyomi, if the Yitzhahara would come to the Yid in the middle of Shul, if the Yitzhahara would come to the person while they're volunteering and doing chesed, if the Yitzhahara would come while you're in the middle of a mitzvah and say, you know, drop all that, forget that. Come, let's worship an idol. Come, let's bow down to a god, money, power, fame. You'd look at the Yitzhahara, you'd say, who are you kidding? I'm not interested. I'm in the middle of a mitzvah, I'm in the middle of a daf, I'm in the middle of a minyan. What are you talking about? The Yitzhahara's methodology, the Gemara Shabbos tells us, is visartem. If it could just get us distracted, if it could just get us to not have that anchor, if it could just get us to not pay attention to the compass, if visartem, then it will get us to avavatem Elohim achirim. It understands visartem comes first. Why are they called Elohim achirim? Vavatem, you're going to serve other gods. Why would other gods be called the very same name that we use for God Himself? Elohim is one of the names of God. It's one of the names you can't erase, you can't remove. So why would other false, counterfeit gods share the same name as the authentic, real, the only authentic, real, and unique God that we serve? Can't come up with another name. Why do we call them Elohim Achirim? Continue tomorrow night with an insider of Chaim Velozhin Nefesh Chaim, which gives a lot of uh, perspective on that relationship with Hashem and that name.